Did you know at Kroger, shopping online with pickup and delivery is the same as shopping in-store? Same low prices, same personalized deals, same rewards, with no hidden fees or markups on your same family favorites, like Honeycrisp apples and pasta sauce. The only difference is you don't have to put on shoes. Start your cart today at Kroger.com. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Restrictions apply. See site for details. K360 Radio. Hello, J360 Legion, and welcome to another J360 Minibyte, hosted by J.M. Brady, and I am your host, J.M. Brady. Hello, and how are we all doing tonight? I hope you're doing well. I, I know that, um, good lord, are we still in the same week? Oh yeah, we are. I know San Diego Comic-Con just wrapped up, and I know Marvel Phase 4 has been revealed to all of us. And I'm also seeing some polarizing reviews from The Lion King so far. Some people loved it, some people hated it, some people thought it was just too close to the original. Other people, you know, they just have to jump on the bandwagon. What's my review on it? Well, I'll tell you when I see it. And that's going to happen, not this J-Man show, but the next one. But other than that, though, uh, I've been doing pretty well over here. Speaking of San Diego Comic Con, I really need to go to that event. I gotta go to some of these. Um, I gotta go to some of these Comic Con events and do some live paneling. And I would like to have a booth. That'd be kind of nice. Actually, I had this plan uh, last year, I think, or one of the seasons. A- anyway, it's just a little, little bit of mumbling on my part. But other than that, though, um, let's get into it. So apparently everything really heated up around like uh, what was the second or third day, and we got to get a good look at the uh, Marvel Phase Four, which seems to be pretty interesting. I mean, you know, I kind of want to see the Eternals, and you know, with the Eternals, that leads to X Men in a way, because you know that where the mutant gene come from. You know what I'm saying? And then of course you have. You don't really have Avengers films right off because I guess they're just taking a break from it. And as they should, because Endgame was pretty big to swallow. And then, of course, we managed to get Spider-Man Far From Home, which was a breather episode to a point. That is until you realize the one of the mid-credit scenes, which actually aggravated one of my gripes with Spider-Man movies in general. I mean, damn. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, and that kind of kind of surprised me with Phase Four that there is no other Spider-Man sequel mentioned. But then again, that might have a lot to do with the Sony Marvel deal, which, according to some rumors, they said if that movie didn't make a billion dollars, it would go everything would go right back to Sony. They would take Spidey out of MCU, and it's like, why would you do that now? You're you're profiting well. You still have a lot of the side movies ahead. You're, you're going to be fine. I'll never understand some of these billion-dollar corporations. I I just won't. I mean, because for one thing, I don't know whether it's the CEO on top or it's just a bunch of the ass-kissing lobbyists right around that person. But you, you got to understand, the movie, anytime you slap a Marvel-based or a DC-based hero, even if the movie comes out wrong or whatever, it's still going to make its money. That's why, like, nine times out of the ten, they don't want to go ahead and push for new or what we could say originality simply because originality doesn't sell, even though at the same time they're not talking to the right people. 
yeah, it's the people they want to keep taking their money from. Let that sink in a little bit. Yeah. Uh, and, and see, the MCU has went on various different ways, especially throughout, what, like 23 films at least? So, yeah, it, it's, you know, it goes any which way. Like, in one movie, you see, like, they all come together, but it's still kind of open-ended because there's still another threat coming. And then chances are in the second movie, they'll go ahead and they'll wipe out the whole institution or the land area that they come from so that goes away because they have to raise the stakes for every single movie which um you know in some of these things marvel endgame oh well not endgame avengers endgame you know was pretty much the uh season finale a little bit and then like you know spider-man was kind of the bonus dlc the bonus dlc that's uh worth your time and then you look at what they got lined up now. Like certain movies, I'm really looking into. Like I'm looking into the new Blade. I like the I like the casting they got for him so far. Uh, Mashal Ali is gonna knock that role out. Uh, no disrespect to Wesley Snipes. You know what I mean. We got the right successor finally. A lot of disrespect to Sticky Fingers though, and I apologize for that. That is my tablet. Yeah, you know this. I gotta start turning that off. Uh, but other than that, <laughs> I also know that we got a few shows for the Disney Plus, but no sign of the Defenders, which is kind of an insult because I really want to see a continuation of certain shows. I want at least a Hero for Hire show, and Daredevil should come back, and maybe the Punisher too, depending on who you talk to, because a lot of people didn't really like season two. Season two was pretty slow. And the doctor who was in charge of taking care of, you know, Billy Russo got on my damn nerves. I'm glad she I'm glad she got thrown out of that window. No offense. I'm just being honest. She was annoying. Everything she did just pretty much just shows how corrupt the psychological system is. Yeah, like it doesn't really happen in real life, right? Don't answer that. We'll get to that some other time. But of course, you got. You know, Falcon and Winter Soldier show. You got WandaVision. You got, uh, speaking of which, Vision's not coming back, right? This is before, like, the whole Infinity War, right? Like, when they were going hiding? Yeah, I don't care. But also, you know, they got Black Widow's movie, which I'm looking forward to. It's kind of a counter-argument to that, you know. I like that. that that's cool, because I want to see Black Widow. And that's the character that we've all been pitching for to get her own movie. And she's been there. So, yeah, that, that works. And then Doctor Strange 2. Yep, got to see what happened. I wonder if he's going to finally catch Mordo before he uh, tries to take more and more of the sorcerer's powers. Th this this is it. This is really good for us. And then, of course, um, like I said, I'm just speed running through all this because this is only a 10-minute to 15-minute episode. But uh, Shang-Chi. So they're going to take the Mandarin from Iron Man, the real Mandarin this time, and face him against Shang-Chi. That could be interesting. You never know. That could actually be to Asians like Black Panther was to African Americans. That will be nice. And I don't care. I'm going to go ahead and invite myself to all that stuff. Man, I'm going to have some takeout with me. Sit there and watch everything. And I know if you're getting offended, you can kiss my ass. Because guess what? That's exactly what I was going for. <laughs> Just to get you all hot under the collar. 
And then, of course, we got Thor 4, or Thor Love and Thunder. So, yes, this is going to be interesting. Uh, speaking of which, uh, Jane Foster is going to actually be worthy of Mjolnir. Not too bad, I mean, considering it happened in the comics. Yeah, that, that's cool. But here's there's, there's only one problem I have with it. All right? I would have loved to known that in the movie. I want to know who the villain is. I want to know what the plot's going on. I, 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 you know, I don't know whether they do this stuff just to go ahead and say, oh, hey, this is a free tidbit for you. But, you know, it's little things like that. I, I didn't need to see the director get on his knee to give the hammer to her. Oh, yeah, that's one of that whole yay's queen moment, right? Look, see, I, I'm not against women taking center stage. I'm not against strong women. I'm not against lbgtq finding love i'm not against all that oh which by the way shout out to valkyrie for announcing that hey guess what she is king and as she is king it's time she found her queen so is this a lover's quest kind of movie is that what this is you know because at the end of the day like we still have our current thor and there's nothing wrong with him giving up the power for this new thor but what exactly is the story that leads us there? And does any of this LBGTQ response to all this kind of stuff, is it germane to the plot? You know, because I've noticed that with a lot of Disney properties nowadays, it's always brought up. And it's usually a supporting character that is LBGTQ. And I'm like, hmm, yeah, so what exactly are they playing in this part of the movie? You know what I mean? It's the talking town again. Once again, it's just more and more of this stuff. Rather than just having a story that can actually unfold, let us know the different things that go on. I I brought this up in episode 13. It's just one way or another, these identity politics are being shoehorned into these movies, which at one time were an escape for all of us. You know? Like, the finest representation can be done... But the thing about it is, it it never really happens in a two-hour format. Hell, it barely happens in a three-hour format. Because there has to be a driving point. Something to get us to that level. You know? And and what caused all this kind of stuff? What caused all these Sarkeesian-based actions nowadays? You're not going to please everybody. Like I said, certain amounts, when it comes to these um, special... I guess you can call them snowflakes or basically those people that will never be pleased. You're never going to please them. Like, you know, take it from me as a screenwriter, as a movie maker for a moment there, because I want to jump back into doing these things. I was running around doing some R and D and asking people exactly what they're tired of seeing in movies. And you see, that's not entirely my job. My job is to go ahead and provide entertainment and information in a way to help out our culture while at the same time providing that entertainment to give you a story, to give you something to root for, to look into that can maybe inspire you to tell your own stories. I don't have a problem with it, but I had to wet my beak there for a minute, but it's like some people just want to get in because of merit. Or because of the way they look. Or how they live their lifestyle. I never had a problem with anybody's lifestyle. Who you choose to be with is entirely up to you. At the same time, just don't expect me to go out there and march with you. I got my own stuff to deal with. 
You know what I'm saying? Building a brand is not easy. And then comes the part where, you know, you have to work with certain people like that. And I don't know whether it's because people are just high strung or they're entitled to things or they feel as though they can get away with stuff and go on these horrible crusades and agendas. But let me tell you this. The main agenda behind this is you think that you're entitled to something just because you are about that alternative lifestyle, don't you? Look, man, that's not self-respect. Or look, person, it's not self-respect. Just be honest. Not everybody's going to like you. You know what I mean? I knew everybody wasn't going to like me as I grew up, and I turned out pretty great. But, you know, it's, it's just interesting how giant man children or women children or just basically children in adult bodies are out here just trying to govern and dictate stuff now. And the best thing you can do as a pretty much a non-emotionally stunted person is just look at them, raise a brow, explain your counter-argument as best you can because they will do what they can to try to demolish you on these issues or make non-issues into big issues. And it's just like this. The talk in town has no bearing in the story I'm trying to tell. And I'm not going to hold back telling my story, releasing it to the world, because you have a problem. That's, see, that's censoring me. Nobody censors me. I don't even try to censor me. So what do you think? I'm going to give you that same respect? Forget it. It just gets on my nerves, guys. But you know, like, I look to it and I try to say, if you have a story that you're willing to tell, if you have something that you want to create and you got the people around you and the connection to create that, that is what you do. But you don't look to any of these mainstreams and try to shoehorn that stuff in. It gets tiresome. It gets tacky. It gets to the point where it's like, what the hell is this? And I know a lot of people ask that question when they see it. But they're afraid to say it simply because they don't want to offend people. Which is the whole basis of why my shows exist. Because it's pretty much to tell you to F yourself. Let's have a real conversation. And don't try to stifle people having a conversation. You know, and I've noticed this. Like, I think somebody who was in charge of Screen Junkies just came back not too long ago to go ahead and set the record straight because a certain woman had an agenda on him, labeled him as like a semi-Harvey Weinstein, but didn't have credible evidence, and she was just as much in the dirt as he was. Yeah, that, that stuff exists too. But here's the thing. We'll talk about that. On the J-Man Show, episode 109. Which is happening tomorrow. (laughs) So, I just want you all to know, like, while it's exciting about Phase 4, it's just little identity politics, man. That can be solved in some other way. Like, with different IPs. With real movies out here. Like, slowly but surely, we are burying ourselves in a hole. Because we're just shoehorning everything into something and ruining it. But that's something for you all to think about. J-Man's got to go, so peace to you. While the world whizzes by, enjoy a moment of me time with Tim Horton's new $6 breakfast bundle. Savor a small hot or iced coffee. Then add your choice of a mouth-watering hot breakfast sandwich mm. and a crispy golden hash brown. Mm. 
and your pick of a classic donut. Yeah. All for six bucks. All just for you. Make your mornings all about me time with our $6 breakfast bundle. Available at your neighborhood Tim Hortons. Price and participation vary. Terms apply.